Portrait of a Fangirl is a web series created by Temple of Geek. At the core of the project is the importance of telling the stories of women who have found inspiration, growth, and power through fandom. Hi, I'm Jenna, and I'm here today with Frin, aka Odd Thicket, on social media. How are you today? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> doing fantastic. First off, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself and a little about what, what you do? Hi, uh, I'm Odd Thicket. I'm also known as Frin. I'm a SoCal cosplayer. That, for those of you who are from other parts of the world, it's Southern California. I have been cosplaying since around 2011 or so, and I am kind of like the de facto leader of a group of Bungo Stray Dogs cosplayers in the local LA region called the Dead Authors Club. I've also been getting into cosplay photography, so I have all my fingers in all the pies. Were you a cosplayer first or photographer first? I was a cosplayer first. And how did you start to get into photography? So I got into photography within the last year more seriously. Like I actually got like proper gear and stuff. But like ever since my first con, which was AX 2013, I would take pictures, you know, just like haul pictures of like people. And like I would see people and I would take pictures of them and I would think it'd be cool because I make all of my cosplays. I actually don't buy a lot of stuff. Oh, wow. So Sometimes, like, I'll, I'll look at someone in the hall. I'm like, oh, hey, that's cool. Like, I want a picture. And I get really excited about it. And as, as time has gone on, technology has gotten better. Like, I've gone from your little point-and-shoot camera to a cell phone camera. And then I got, like, a pixel at some point. And then I started getting really dissatisfied with computational photography. And at that point, I, I, like, I drew the line. I'm like, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> I don't know, like, anything beyond pulling up the camera on my iPhone. So I can't even imagine all the specifics that go yeah. into it. I tend to have like a very different kind of theory about like photography compared to like other cosplay photographers because a lot of cosplay photographers I do know come into it like photography first. Either that's a professional job or that's like their usual hobby. And so they have a very different way of interacting with cosplayers. They have to learn a whole new language of stuff to be able to exist in the con space sometimes. I, I've learned photography, like the theory of it from like vintage photography. All of my gear is actually like vintage gear. Like all, I do manual focusing. All of my lenses are from like 1970X. <laughs> when you hear the term fangirl, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? I always think of that 14-year-old girl like losing their mind, like Justin Bieber stan. Nowadays, I think of it more as the, the verb more than the noun. And that's usually how I hear it more than anything else. In relation to being excited over something, right? Oh, yeah. And it's not gendered as well. Anyone can do the action of fangirling. Like, there's right. so many depths and layers to that. Until, until you get there, the definition won't quite change. Until you get involved in these little niche parts of the fandom, I agree. You know, I didn't know as much until I started to get into cosplay. And then you see this devotion and this love for all things fandom related. And it's really amazing, actually. I have to give so many props to like Adam Savage when he did that tech talk about like his love of cosplay coming into it. And I think that that definitely started changing a lot of the conversation that I saw, at least online, right. around like fandom spaces, cosplay, just the kind of passion that you have for like fictional or just other media. I love Parks and Rec. I'm a huge fan of Parks and Rec. Mm. And there's this uh, one episode where Ben <laughs> says that he's writing his Star Trek fanfic, but like they didn't make fun of him. It was kind of cool because that's the first time I remember seeing something fangirly, nerdy, mm. being normalized. I think it's important. And especially you, you know, you do cosplay, you do photography and seeing 
things that you love so much just embraced must be really yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. How has being a photographer really allowed you to express your inner fangirl? It's actually the other way around. The main reason why I got into photography isn't necessarily for myself. I don't know if I should just go back. I think it's kind of important um, that you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. It's a funny story how how I started getting into just fandom. I know growing up, I was more into like sci-fi. Like I was a huge fan of Doctor Who. Like classic like science fiction fantasy, supernatural detective stories, all that stuff. And then around 2011 was when we finally had internet in our house. It took a very long time. And around that time, I discovered online video streaming. I was a huge fan of like Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. And I always thought it was like an American cartoon. And I was like, you know what? We have this like new streaming thing. What happens if I look it up? Maybe I can watch it from the beginning. I looked it up and I started watching it. The problem is that um, it was subtitled. In my household, we speak Spanish primarily. A lot of the films and the things that we watch, like I'm used to seeing subtitles on everything. I, I'm automatically like, my switch. I was like, oh, what, what am I doing? Like, I can understand English. Why, why, why am I looking at subtitles? I didn't turn it off. I turn off the subtitles or I, I pop them up and it says Japanese. And I check and I'm like, wait, Japanese? Hold on, wait a second. If this is Japanese, this makes this anime. <laughs> but... If this series, I think it was like the 5Ds, if Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds is anime, that means the original Yu-Gi-Oh! is anime. But then what about like One Piece, another show that I loved, looks it up, Japanese, anime, Shaman King, Japanese, anime, <laughs> Magical Doremi, Japanese anime and I just go through all of my favorite things I'm like my entire fandom like the things that I love growing up is my entire existence is a lie I've always been an anime fan and I just never <laughs> knew you it. never realized yeah you never realized and in that same week I was new to Google and I was like hey it would be so funny to see these crazy Yu-Gi-Oh hairstyles come to life goes on to DeviantArt at the time and then whose profile I come up to is uh, Melinda Chan. And like, as time go goes on, I'm just like, wait, what, what is this? Like this person looks like they just grab that character and just pull them out of the screen. Like I didn't know that was possible. So like that started my descent <laughs> slowly but surely into like the cosplay world and making things and whatnot because I've always been a very crafty person many years later I know I've been at cons a lot like I take a lot of pride in my work um, because it, t it takes a long time to like source things to make things to figure out how to do things and you know uh, I would take pictures of people and um, sometimes, like, I know I've had it where, you know, you're walking around con, like, I'm not a small person, like, I'm not, at least don't think I'm necessarily, like, traditionally, like, attractive person, like, I'm pretty short, like, I'm not very skinny, I'm just not that thing, and so, like, you walk around the con floor, and, like, a lot of photographers would go to, you know, like, the busty women with, like, the very scantily clad, even afterward, like, you would look up pictures of, um, people from con, and it's, like, you, you mostly see, like, that, kind of like supermodel-esque images coming out, but you don't see the other me's, the other people who aren't that. So little by little, I just decided like, hey, I'm just going to take pictures of whoever I see like on there because I've, I've met people who 
Like they'll they'll go basically their entire cosplay career and never get asked for a picture. And like I'm not saying you need pictures. Like you never need that. Like no. if you cosplay, like do it for you out of like your own passion for the character, passion for the craft, like all that stuff. But like there's still a little bit of validation in there. It feels nice. Yeah. From, like yeah. you're, you're like you, you're seen kind of. Oh, somebody actually like like so, someone appreciates me. Exactly. Like, someone, your hard work. Yes. Time. Yeah. So as much as possible, like I I try to create those moments whenever I. I see it so it's more of a like I see you I adore what you're doing I please don't stop like keep going there's been some people it's like you know like if no one noticed me or anything like I would probably stop right and you know that that's so sad right (laughs) because I'm sure so many people have so much talent and creativity to offer and it it is a shame if that goes Mm -hmm. to waste I know with um especially like my general policy when it comes to um, photography there's a lot of things that like etiquette wise that um aren't always taught or like people don't talk about let's say let's say I see you like in the in the hallway I'm like hey hi um do you mind if I take a picture and then in that moment I only shoot because of my limitations of my lenses and whatnot um I, I tend to shoot with natural light or like ambient light like I don't have any lights I don't have a speed light I like I don't have any reflectors so like really like we're going like full vintage basically that's why like the the vintage camera theory like really applies to me because like I just don't travel around with that much equipment but like I look at the scene I look at where the light is I'm like hey can you like stand here um a lot of people uh, first-time cosplayers or you know even if like you haven't done too many photo shoots you don't know how to pose like that's a very important part of it what, what I want you to do don't stand near the wall come over here turn this way the best piece of advice I've ever had was if it hurts you're probably doing it right <laughs> like it feels <laughs> an it awkward feels position awkward. right if you just stand like there it's not gonna look well like you have to turn you have to like really bend to exaggerate and the more exaggerated and awkward a position feels like it tends to look really well through the through the lens of the camera just because digital images will all get flattened eventually right so you you have to really just like bend <laughs> I would think that cosplay photography lends really cosplay lends really well to that because if you yeah. kind of embody the character you know you can yeah. kind of do crazy poses and I would feel like that might lend well to positioning for photography Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always like different kinds of styles to photography, but especially with like cosplay photography, it's like this weird blend of like fashion and like conceptual stuff. And I know at least I try to take more like portraits than like full body shots, partially due to restrictions or partially because I just love portraits. I want to see the person like that is in that cosplay doing doing what they love in, in that moment, right? I really like what you said about how you want people who aren't like the stereotypical model to be seen because yeah. I think that I'm also the same way. You know, I grew up at a time where it was, you know, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and all those, mm-hmm. you know, pop stars and you never see representation of yourself. And I think it's so important to see, oh, you know what? That person's like me. That person, I could do that then. And I think yeah. in that in this community, it's very important. Cosplay to me has been the biggest vehicle for me to break through a lot of preconceptions I've had in the past. I've had that thing where it's like, oh, if I'm cosplaying this character or if someone beat me to it, it's like, I can't do it. And like, that's a barrier, right? To yourself. It's like, if, if you love that character, do it anyway. Like you, you shouldn't be held back by like, 
your size, your weight, your height. Like if you don't have the same hair color, like that's what wigs are for. That's what tailoring is for. It's better that something fits your body and you are comfortable in what you're wearing than you being a certain size or a certain height or having to do crazy things in modifying yourself. You should be wearing the clothes. The clothes should not be wearing you. I think that's so important for people to, especially people who are just getting into yeah. sewing or, or you know, tailoring or cosplaying or yeah. wig styling, anything related to, you know, really these creative sort of mm-hmm. fangirl sort of endeavors. I think it's that is extremely important to remember that you should be the individual. I mean, that that's like a huge thing in like, um, I know like the menswear fashion, especially where like every man can have like the same suit, for example. I think I think that's like the more easily observable thing, right? But what separates one man wearing one suit versus another is like the tailoring, like the little details in it. And like focusing on that probably is in many ways healthier than than the other way around, right? When you go into a cosplay shoot, how do you approach it? Do you dictate kind of like this is how I want to see the character or do you let the cosplayer? How do you as a photographer handle that? It tends to be more of a collaboration. Are we both interested in shooting this character? Do we both have an idea of what we want at the end? And for me especially, like I kind of have to know what the property is. If you're telling me about a series or a, or a character that like I don't get, it's like I might put you in a position that like does not do that character justice and doesn't do you justice either, right? Everything kind of has to be talked about. Like there is a lot of trust in me. People have put like put a lot of that in my hands given that like they've seen the kind of work that I've done before there there is quite a bit on 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 me to be like okay have I done the research like what is the vibe here is it a high shot is a low shot is an action shot do we have to frame them in a certain way there's like tiny little decisions that need to be made and it's it's very dependent on like the location and the character because you are a cosplayer yourself and you do happen to do photography I feel like you approach it as almost you're using your sense of being a fangirl to bring it out of others you know show them yeah you look amazing you too have embraced what you love when you you deal with other cosplayers it's like yeah sometimes like you feel a little bit like embarrassed about things you're like oh I, i don't know how to pose i don't know how to do things i'm like baby i got you Baby, I got you. We're going to look, we're going to make you look good. Like, even if you don't think you're confident, like, we're, we're doing the commoner thing here. It's like, it's okay. Believe in the me that believes in you. Oh, <laughs> I love you Do you feel like embracing your inner fangirl has empowered you at all? We're going to get real real. Yeah. Really real. Yes, right now. let's get um, real. I, I had a very fraught childhood, right? Like, that's, that's where a lot of my fandom comes from. It's funny because... A lot of people get into cosplay for the escapism of it. For me, it's not that. It's the opposite. For me, the escapism is actually in the fiction. If I hadn't come into like the doctor, for example, like that, that was a huge thing for me, like back in the time, I, I wouldn't be able to be nearly as kind as I am. If I didn't have like Harry Dresden and the Dresden Files, like I wouldn't be as like snarky and try to be as outgoing as as I am now. If it wasn't for a lot of different characters that I've seen through books and movies and, and stuff like that, it wouldn't keep me going or it wouldn't give me solace in in times because like I've suffered through like many bouts of depression since I was like very, very young. Um, and I'm talking like like I've had dissociative panic attacks, for example, since I was four years old. Cosplay was a thing that actually has helped me deal with the darker depression aspects of of it, right? It, it really does get, you know, it's a bit of a meme where it's like, oh, 
would a person with depression do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Could a depressed person make this? And it's a little doll, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like this entire, like, cosplayer, like, all this art or all this stuff. And, like, it's true because, especially when you do have mental illnesses or, or things like that, that, like, often keep you down or have you ruminating, or your brain tells you, like, you're worthless or, you know, you're XYZ. And you have like a physical item that you can hold in your hands and be like, no, I made this. It took me time. It took me effort. I learned how to do these skills. I have so many other things to give and I've learned so many more and, and there's still so much there to do. It's not true. And so- And it, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can make those things. Yeah, it's one of those things for me that like, if I have a bad day or if I'm I'm having like a moment, all I have to do is like turn turn two feet and I'm like, Nah, I, I did that. I'm more than than all of these thoughts, all of these like things. It is just like a passing emotion, right? I was also a huge perfectionist. Anyone who knows and deals with like anxiety and and perfectionism knows that like it can be a very unhealthy thing, right? Especially with cosplay, you have to learn at some point. There's a moment that you have to call it. Oh yeah, that's the healthiest thing that you can do. It's like it's better to have something done than something perfect. Right. Like, you will always be working on your projects. It's breaking all of those perfectionist things where you're like working yourself into the ground. If it wasn't for cosplay, I probably would still be driving myself into a hole. If it wasn't for me dealing with these projects and, and learning, it's like, no, like I, ca I can't keep doing this for my own health. Like I, I want to go to con. I want to have fun. I want to be able to do all these other things and I have to learn how to not do this. I've learned how to make friends, like how to interact with people in like more personable ways. I've learned collaboration skills. There's so many other things that cosplay has brought into my life. Pushed me to become a better person, a healthier person, a person that someone else can count on and, and hopefully someone that can bring something to someone else. For me, like cosplay is my fuel, my motor, the, the thing that like keeps me going day to day. And I know I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people who they struggle. It's a daily struggle, right? But it's like, you know, I'm having a moment but all I have to do is just make it to the next con, make it to the next event, make it to the next gathering. And, you know, whatever gets you out of bed. Embrace that inner fangirl. Yeah. Embrace that something that moves you on. I, I've thought about it. I'm like, I can't imagine not having passion for stuff. That sounds like such a dull life. Not having something that you just like lose your mind over that you you can go in with a group of people and just like screaming yell and you're like oh this thing is so cool like it, it's insignificant at the end of the day but at the same time like it brings you such joy it brings you such happiness and it could be anything it really it doesn't have to just be na narrowed down to anime or cosplay or whatever it could wow. be literally it could be your bird watching it could be like your photography it could be like pc building there's just so many things and if you're not passionate about anything like i feel really sorry for you because you really should well that was the whole idea behind this podcast actually was defining what it means to be a fangirl again like bird watching you could be a fangirl you're a bird watcher you could be a fangirl yeah. you love the violin and you're a musician like there's just it's just about passion like yeah, you said. Like, I, I know I know someone uh, that they can recognize the kind of airplane that is in the air by the sound of the engines. I think that is absolutely amazing that you are so passionate. You know exactly like what airport it's coming from, what airport it's going to go to, like what engine, like probably what like airline it's on. Like that's amazing to me. The fact that someone can be so passionate about something like that. And it makes you kind of realize 
the depth of knowledge other people have as well. Like everybody's so different and can bring so much to one another. If you're not passionate about something, we're not going to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the same thing. You just have to be passionate about something, like truly passionate. If you have that, we're going to be friends. We're going to have a good time. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time today to talk to me and to share your story. It's been absolutely wonderful talking with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Do you want to just drop again your social media handles for our listeners? Absolutely. So um, my handle almost everywhere is oddthicket o-d-d-t-h-i-c-k-e-t on instagram and uh twitter i have a website as well oddthicket.com that goes to a pixie set site for those of you who i've taken pictures of at con or elsewhere thank you so much again we want to thank everyone who tuned in today and especially our guest friend for being with us today if you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Instagram by using the handle Portrait of a Fangirl or anywhere else on social media as Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com where you will find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek.